Welcome to Classroom Serial, the podcast, a series of five-part audio short stories for middle schoolers. This is Story 6, Snow Angels. Part 1 of 5, The Shot. Hundreds of tiny squeaks filled the gym. The sharp chirps of sneakers on the shiny hardwood floor pierced the sweaty air. The scoreboard's blocky red numbers clicked slowly down toward zero, announcing the dwindling number of seconds left in the game. Fairview Middle School's point guard brought up the ball. Rogers ran to his usual spot, the very corner of the court between the three-point line and the sideline. When he arrived, Rogers planted faced the point guard, and opened his hands for the ball. Dripping with sweat, he watched the point guard pass to someone else, who dribbled for a few steps before passing to yet another teammate. Finally, Rogers, like everyone else in the gym, watched the ball arc through the air toward the basket. The shot clanked off the rim, and Rogers ran for the rebound. He felt scratchy nails and sweaty hands on his arms as he jumped for the ball. As soon as he felt it in his hands, he heaved the ball at the basket. The buzzer rang. The ball swirled a full two laps around the rim before finally rolling out. The game was over. Now there was only one game left in the season for Rodgers to make his first basket. Part two of five, Pat's protest. When Rogers got home, he checked his instant messages on his computer. There was a message from Pat, his friend from elementary school. Now Pat went to Kettle Cross Middle, their town's other middle school. Pat was on the Kettle Cross basketball team. Pat, did you beat Stationville? Rogers, yeah, but I still haven't scored. Pat, at least you've won a game. We're 0-11. Fairview Middle is our last game. Our whole team is tired of our coach. We're going to snow angel him. Don't tell anyone. Rogers. You're going to what? Pat. Snow angel him. Instead of playing, we're all going to just lay down on the court and start making snow angels. Protest. Rogers. Um, you shouldn't do that. Pat. It's happening, pal. See you on Friday. Get ready to see snow angels. Rogers shut his computer. Fairview versus Kettle Cross was the last game of the season. If Pat and his teammates did their snow angel protest instead of playing, the referees would cancel the game. Then Rogers would end the season without having scored a basket. Somehow, Rogers needed to stop Pat's snow angel protest. Part 3 of 5 We never get to see it eat, Cooper complained. Rogers, Molina, and Cooper stared at Mr. Nittman's new class pet, a large ball python snake named Bob. Their noses were pressed right up against the glass of Bob's tank. I need to figure out how to stop the protest, said Rogers. He was in a trance, gazing at Bob slithering around the tank. I want to score a basket. Hey, Mr. Nittman, Cooper called. What does Bob eat? 
Mr. Nittman was retrieving a small white plastic box from a cabinet. Startled by Cooper's call, he dropped the box. Several tiny mice escaped and darted across the classroom floor. Classmates shrieked, flinging themselves on top of tables. For some reason, a boy named Tony was lying on the floor in the back of the classroom, flat on his back. He was holding his book directly in front of his face, reading like he was lying on his own bed. Rogers watched the newly freed mice scurry toward Tony. He was not a small boy, but Tony leapt on top of the nearest table in a flash. Suddenly, Rogers knew how he would keep Pat and his teammates from making snow angels on the gym floor. Part four of five, the final game. Friday arrived and the plan was in place. During pregame warmups, Rogers watched Pat and his teammates do what looked like slow motion jumping jacks. Rogers knew the opposing team was preparing for their protest. The game began. Immediately, Pat dropped to the floor for his first snow angel. Bunsen burner, Rogers yelled which was the signal word he and Cooper came up with. Cooper, crouched on the sideline, removed a small white plastic box from his backpack. He placed it on the floor and peeled back the lid. Two mice zipped across the gym. Pat saw the rodents racing toward him and popped up. The crowd shrieked with surprise. Oblivious, two of Pat's teammates started their snow angels. Bunsen burner! Rogers called, and three more mice scurried across the floor. The Kettle Cross players popped up, and the game continued. Every so often, another protester tried a snow angel. Rogers yelled, Bunsen burner, and Cooper set another mouse free. Before long, the crowd was in an uproar. Players periodically flopped to the floor to make snow angels, only to jump up again when they saw mice darting in their direction. At the height of the madness, Principal Mellon entered the gym. Superintendent Chase, his boss, followed closely behind. Part 5 of 5. Shoot. Rogers knew the game wouldn't last much longer. He ran to his spot. As he turned to look for the ball he saw Principal Mellon and Superintendent Chase trudge across the court toward the discombobulated referee. Suddenly, screams pierced the raucous laughter. Horrified spectators pointed to the gym's entrance, where Bob, the ball python of Mr. Nittman's class, slithered under the double doors. Alerted by the screams, Principal Mellon and Superintendent Chase dove out of the way of the advancing snake. A gymnasium on the edge of chaos was now in complete pandemonium. Spectators huddled in fear at the top of the bleachers. Pat and his teammates still flailed around on the floor in their snow angel protest. An entire community of mice zigzagged across the gym, running from Bob, who would pick them off at random and devour them whole. The basketball sat free at the top of the key. Rogers sprinted to it. The referee frantically blew his whistle and waved his arms. Shoot, Cooper yelled from the sideline. 
Rodgers heaved the ball toward the hoop, where it swirled a full two laps around the rim before finally rolling out. Principal Mellon stood at midcourt and observed the bedlam of his gymnasium. Shoot, he mumbled as Superintendent Chase glared at him. On the next episode of Classroom Serial, Story 7, A Skills Test. A mysterious messenger urges Melina to join a rebellion against the skills test, Fairview Middle's yearly high-stakes exam. Melina ventures to far corners of the school, searching for clues of the rebel messenger's identity. Thanks for listening to Classroom Serial, the podcast. Did you know that long before it's been a podcast, Classroom Serial has been a series of short stories that are also grammar activities? Within each of the story's five parts are five grammatical mistakes for students to find and edit as they read. It's a hit in middle school classrooms all over the country. Find the original grammar activities slash stories as free PDFs at classroomserial.com. Get quizzes, answer keys, teacher guides, transcripts, and listening comprehension questions for every episode of the podcast, a series of readers' theater scripts called Serial Theater, and much more with a $30 per year subscription. Subscribe at classroomserial.com slash subscription. The stories are written and narrated by me, Chris Slavin. Original music for the podcast by Dan Slavin and Andrew Aker. And now for this episode's classroom shout-out. Shout-out to Mrs. Condon's 8th grade ELA students at St. John Fisher School in Chicago, Illinois. Mrs. Condon's 8th graders do classroom serial during the first 5 to 10 minutes of every class, going up to the smart board to mark the corrections. Her favorite story so far is The Spice Cabinet, because, as one student said, I like learning how past generations used to pass notes. I love it. Just ask your teachers. The note-passing generation has plenty of wisdom to offer. Look out for more classroom competitions and updates from Classroom Serial soon. Until then, thanks for listening, and adios. Adios.